Hey, welcome to episode three of our podcast here for the donuts. Uh, we are talking about travel in this episode, and we are also enjoying Bonglaze donuts. Mm-hmm. And this is a disclaimer. You might want to cover little ears. We do talk about bad drivers. That's true. In the appropriately explicit terms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So be prepared, be prepared, mm-hmm. and check it out. Yeah. I'm Amina. And I'm Missy. And we are here, here for, for the, the donuts. donuts. Welcome. Welcome back to episode three of Here for the Donuts. I'm Amina. I'm Missy. And we are excited to obviously talk to you about donuts because very necessary. And we are talking to you about travel Mm -hmm. today as well. Oh, we have so many things to say. (sighs) So much. First of all, let us give our usual donut shout out. We are doing a tour of Atlanta, a donut Atlanta tour. So our third stop was Bon Glaze Donuts in Brookhaven. Missy and I do not live anywhere near Brookhaven, mm-hmm. but we will travel for donuts. Brookhaven is an is an area of town in Atlanta where we live. Uh, bon Glaze, I want to just say thank you for these donuts. Um, normally, what happens when we're recording the Here for the Donuts podcast? Because DJ Updiggy is our producer. We basically uh, there are three people eating donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we're trying to get different ones so we can report back to you the taste. So I uh, ordered the salted caramel balsamic donut, which is pretty good. It's got like the gourmet vibe. But let me just tell you, my favorite donut I've had from Bon Glaze so far is this Meyer lemon glazed donut. This Meyer lemon glaze goes hard. And also the owner of Bon Glaze, I think it was the owner. It was a man in like a chef's. Mm. he could not Mm -hmm. have been the owner. He worked there. He may own it, may work there. Anyway, he gave us a little matcha donut on the side because that was their donut of the week, which Missy and I were able to taste Mm -hmm. and was delicious. And he said matcha is really good for you. Also, donuts are good for you. Yes, they are. So Mm -hmm. same. What did you have? Okay, so I just want to say I got the blueberry Mm -hmm. and... Major props to Bon Glaze because they put actual blueberries in Real it. blueberries. I love when that happens. I hate when you get something that's blueberry and it's got those tiny little dried up sugar cubes that have been colored blue Mm-mm. that are not actually blueberries. I don't like that. So it was delicious. Blueberry, if it's with real blueberries, it's always one of my favorites. Then I got the campfire donut. And it is a chocolate cake donut with a thick chocolate glaze and a toasted marshmallow in the middle. You do need a wet wipe for your hands if you're going to eat this donut. But it was delicious. Or you will have to lick your hands. Mm-hmm. It depends on yeah. where you are in your life yeah. and how deeply you want to enjoy mm-hmm. your donut. I licked my fingers. Yeah, so you just you just decide. I feel like I feel like real OGs lick their fingers is what I mm-hmm. feel like, but 
what's it like original gangster what what is it like a like a od like original donut like i don't know what the mm. i don't know what the og term for a person that is a donut connoisseur we're 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 gonna investigate that and come up with our mm-hmm. own yeah, our own yeah but but for right now real donut ogs yeah Lick the fingers. What are you doing? Right. Wasting glaze mm-hmm. and wasting exactly. Icing. And if some sugar falls on your hey, shirt, hey, you pick that up and eat it. That's right. That's right. It's a sign of dignity mm-hmm. for you to have glaze or icing or cream from a donut on your person. Mm-hmm. It's, it is really a sign of dignity, and we respect it. Thank you so much. That's right. All right, let us uh, get into our episode as we normally do. First, we always start off with someone needs a donut. Mm. Missy, what is your someone needs a donut this episode? Someone needs a donut. Donut. So this was really unfortunate for this person that I did not have any donuts. And also that there wasn't a donut truck there. Mm. Come on. That, I think could solve a lot of problems for this food truck park that we were at for Amina's birthday party. Now, this was not like an actual, like, stay the whole time birthday party. This was like, come, have lunch, go home kind of thing. So we all planned to meet there around a certain time. And some people were coming later and some people could only stay for a little while. So we're there. There's all these empty picnic tables. We're buying food. I have five children. So in my family, there are seven of us. We are a crowd. We roll deep. Deep? Everywhere Mm -hmm. we go. So then we're paying $12 a plate for lunch, which is fine because the food was great. I had a shrimp po' boy. Yo, that shrimp though. That shrimp though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think think the truck was bucket of shrimp. I think so. Well, shout out to them because that shrimp went hard. Mm -hmm. Continue. Yeah, it was a great bucket of shrimp. I'm here for it. Uh, So anyway, the food was fantastic. And so there I am minding my own business, walking through the food truck park to get some napkins, I think, or something. And this lady at the ice cream stand is like, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, which... She's mm-hmm. like shouting at me across the food truck park. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, there's no one near me. So surely they're not speaking to me because you don't shout at somebody like that. Mm-mm. But it turns out she was because she was going to keep saying it until I turned around. So I walk over there. I'm like, yes. And she asked me who's in charge. Well, and I'm like, I don't know who is in charge. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Do you want to know who's in charge? Of the food truck park? I don't know. She goes, of your event. And I was like, what event? The event that you're having at my food truck park. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I look over at our little family gathering. And I just, let me just cut in here and say, our family, it our family itself is 20 people. Mm-hmm. Between, yeah. like, all of our family that lives here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. that's 20 people. So... It's not like, <laughs> you know, anytime we would have a family gathering, like a birthday mm-hmm. or get together for a holiday, that's 15 to 20 people continue. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I look over at our little family and I'm like, um, we're just having lunch. 
which is what it looked like was going on. And people were eating a lot of food. Everybody had bought a lot of food. And they were, like, hugging each other, talking and laughing. There was some body rolling going on. Because important. Priorities. Yes. But it was a normal, like, let's have lunch together type of thing. And she says, no, there are too many people over there. This is an event. And I charge a fee for that. And it's on my website. Oh. And so... You know, when when I have PMS, <laughs> what is really happening, you know, some people say things they don't mean when they have PMS. That is not the case with me. I mean every word that comes out of my mouth. I, I do feel that PMS is the, uh, the appropriate truth serum. Yeah. So the world serum. has been set so back serum. in order. Serum. You serum. <laughs> I think, I think I want to you say syrup. You were confusing syrup. with... <laughs> it's truth syrup. PMS hashtag is, truth syrup. is hashtag truth syrup. Continue. <laughs> so this was, this was what was going on in my life when this woman approached me. And I think I looked unassuming in my t-shirt and jeans that day, but she just did not know. She had just picked a fight. With somebody with some truth, sir. Mm, please. And let me let me just cut in here and just say a couple of things about Missy that I didn't know. Because when I first met Missy, I was like, oh, this is my husband's sister. And she's so sweet and kind. And she's making soap. She has a soap business like in her house. And she's like <laughs> basically running a schoolroom because she's teaching her children. She's homeschooling her children. And all five of these people are like all different various ages things, right? And the more I get to know her, I realize there's just a, there's just like an amount of gangsta that is happening inside of Missy at all times. You don't go to high school in Forest Park Mm-mm. without there being some elements of gangsta. You don't mm-hmm. know the words to some of the songs on the Got Perp. <laughs> <laughs> The Got Perp records <laughs> that Big Boy <laughs> and the Dungeon Family <laughs> were on. You don't you don't know the words to those particular records without having a little bit of gangsta. So continue. <laughs> so she's telling me she wants to charge me a fee for having lunch at a picnic table outside with my family. And I'm like, how much did she say she was going to charge? That's what I wanted to know. Oh. I said, how much are you, what do you want me to pay you to have lunch with my family here? She's like, no, no, no. That's not what I said. I'm like, that is what you said. You said you charge a fee for events like this. And I want to know how much that fee is. Because I might not come here next time I want to have lunch with my family. Well. Well, it's on my website. You can read all about it on my website. And I was like, let me tell you something. This is bad customer service that you are doing right here. Because I brought seven people here and we paid $12 a plate for our food. That's not counting the uh, dessert that we're going to buy. And now you're telling me I got to pay you money to sit down while I eat it? Unacceptable. She was like, no, you paid that money to the vendors. I was like, and they paid you rent to sell food here. Then 
She wanted to tell me that we needed to show gratuity to the DJ. Oh, gosh. That, that makes me tired. She said, that I am providing entertainment for you, and I hope you will show gratuity to the DJ. And I was like, well, my brother is a DJ, and he's here, and we always appreciate good DJ That's work. right. Good, good DJ work, though. We but your boy over there is taking a nap. Let me tell y'all, this DJ was not even listening to his own music. Mm-hmm. He was taking a nap with earbuds in. Facts. Those are facts. I saw him do this. The music could have turned off and he would not have even known. Mm-mm. It Mm-mm. was shameful. Mm-mm. And I think all of this could have been avoided had there been a good donut truck at this food truck park. I could have just gone over there and said, you know what? I think you need a donut. I, I, I feel, first of all, that it's important to note a couple of things about this story. There are some key phrases that let you know that, that a person is about to turn up. <laughs> and when a person starts off a phrase with, let me tell you something, encouragement's not this about to come after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, let me tell you something. You look beautiful today. That's not what's about to happen to you. <laughs> no. When you hear, let me tell you something, it's about to go down. Like mm-hmm. you need to prepare yourself. So when I heard Missy say that, for those of you that watched The Color Purple, there's a scene in The Color Purple. First of all, if I'm saying that and you haven't watched The Color Purple, you need to turn off the podcast and go do it right now because right. it's important to your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in The Color Purple and, you know, <laughs> admissions, I have watched The Color Purple probably hundreds of times. <laughs> Okay, there's a scene in The Color Purple where Oprah Winfrey's character, Sophia, is in the juke joint with her new man, but her previous husband is also there with his new lady. And his new lady is feeling away because Sophia and the husband who used to be married to her, they dancing together. So... Sorry if you haven't seen the color purple. You just I'm trying to catch you. I'm trying to catch you up here. Okay, so in this scene, Squeak, which is an unfortunate name, if you are <laughs> the second woman in this scenario, like your man been married before or something, and you're there, and now your nickname Squeak. That's just unfortunate. But anyway, she says famous phrase from the color purple. Harpo, who this woman? She says this, at which time. Sophia lets her know. I can't tell y'all the things. She lets her know, girl, nobody wants your man. Like, Mm. this is fine with me. But Squeak couldn't leave well enough alone. She kept egging it on, egging it on. At which time Sophia stood up and everybody except Squeak knew that Squeak was about to get punched in the face. At that time, everybody started packing up the band they done closed up the piano. They done put their guitars in the guitar cases. People are leaving the tables. This is over. This is what you need to be doing when you hear a person hit that, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If I had been standing there with Missy, I would have been like, I would have been telling her kids, come on, baby, let's go. Come on. Let's... <laughs> Y'all grab the kids. <laughs> grab the children, honey. Mm-mm. She did need a donut. And it was so crazy because the food truck park where we were had all these empty tables. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like we were taking up all the tables, but only two of the tables had umbrellas and it was like a really hot day. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if her 
upset feelings were right. about the fact that we were taking up the shaded tables or if she was really upset deep within that she had not purchased enough umbrellas mm. for the tables yeah. if that is really what was happening but I do feel like a donut would have solved that mm-hmm. it would have solved it because when I tell y'all Missy was so lit I thought I was gonna have to give her a donut <laughs> Just to well, I had to wait a minute before I could tell everybody what was happening because she followed me back over, oh. and was standing there spraying bug spray and stuff around while we were eating. She was. Oh, I didn't even it see was this. Roundup or something. No. Yeah, and sweeping, and then she kept taking pictures of us. Oh. Which I think, I went on their website and their Facebook and their Instagram later on. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> You went on how many websites of theirs? Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three websites. Well, I started off trying to find the fee. She said it was on her website. It is not on her website. There's nothing about no fee. It does say, bring your family and stay a while. Mm. It says, have a picnic. It does not say, we will charge you a fee if you want to sit down to eat this food that you bought. So it doesn't say any of that, but I did notice she takes, whenever the tables are full, someone is taking pictures from about the same angle. So I think after she fussed at us, she also took pictures to make it look like <laughs> the food truck park was nah. very busy that day. Negative. And I also, I want to tell y'all about Yelp, because I did leave a negative <laughs> Yelp review. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> you didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, I laid it all out there. Um, and if you don't have Yelp on your phone, you need to get it because Yelp will not let you down. It will not let you down. Facts. All of my friends look to me for restaurant choices. I, I am the going same. out, they're I like, the same. where mm-hmm. do you think we should go? Mm-hmm. And it's just Yelp. Like, yeah. I don't know all the things. Mm-hmm. I just have Yelp in my pocket. And you have to have Yelp standards. For example, mm-hmm. for our podcast, we only visit donut places that are at least four stars. I don't have time to play around with three and a half. That's right. That's just Mm -hmm. too iffy of a situation. Four, four and a half, five stars, I can do that. Because I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure if that many people have rated a place four stars or above, then it's all good. When we're traveling, same thing. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to be playing around with three stars. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what that means. If that means the food's good, but the service is bad. If that means both things are bad, if that means it was good two years ago and the last several ratings have been low. We have have traveled to places that got five stars. And then if we hadn't had Yelp, we probably wouldn't have stayed because it was a little questionable looking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the food was great. I also have a little fantasy life of becoming a famous Yelp reviewer, mm. but like anonymously, mm. like it's not my, I may or may not have created a name for myself already, but anyway, <laughs> it's not my name. It doesn't say Amina, but there's like a persona. Uh. And like, whenever I review a thing, there's like a nickname I call my husband. And there are like <laughs> certain things I say, you know? And I do feel, we talked about this a little bit in our last um, episode. And I thought about this actually after we recorded that I find myself getting more and more upset about bad customer service to the point that I have to let someone know what happened here, which is what (laughs) sends me to Yelp. Like I went to this place recently. I don't want to say the name because I do want their business to get better. 
But I went to this place recently and they used to have this bomb salad. Like it was like all the fresh mixed greens and the little mm. curled up radishes. I mean, it was fantastic. I went there last time. It was like yellowed old oh. romaine. There is nothing worse than a yellow salad. I'm tired. I will not eat it. It makes me so tired. Yeah, I will send that back. I sent it back. And I was never that person. Mm -hmm. Never, never, never Mm -hmm. was that person. Let me tell y'all, Amina will send some food back. It makes me tired. I have been inspired. Life is too short to eat bad food. That's right. That is just how I feel about life. I send it back. Well, first of all, I bring the waitress over. (laughs) And I'm like... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I'm like, just look at this. Is this supposed to look like this? Because sometimes, (laughs) you know, wait staff... You know, and for good reason, because some people are just complaining for no reason sometimes. But sometimes waste staff are like, ma'am, if that's what you need, if that's what you like, if that's right. what helps you, you know, because mm-hmm. they're like, nothing's really wrong with your little hot dog or steak, whatever it mm-hmm. is, you know, but mm-hmm. if you need that, fine. But I want her to look at it. And right. Would you I, eat this? Yes. Is a salad supposed to be this yellow that's mm-hmm. not made of butternut squash? Yeah. And even butternut squash is, mm-hmm. is like a warm, mm-hmm. golden. Yep. So she's like... Ma'am, let me take it back. She takes it back to said chef person back there. Said chef person sends her back out to me and says, we stopped using the other greens because they go bad so quickly. What that mean? They go bad quickly because they are fresh? <laughs> so we started ordering greens that are already bad when they get here. Or we started ordering greens and using them for three weeks because that works out way better for us. So I have to say my regret in dealing with this lady is that I did not go full on white lady customer service on her. Mm, mm. I really wish I would have taken that direction Mm -hmm. instead of trying to have a discussion with her and reasoning with her. I wish I would have just like lost my Never in my life <laughs> and been like, I have never, never, never in my life have I been treated like this. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Stomped my feet and flipped my hair. You need to ask for the manager. You need to escalate. That's also white lady customer service. Even if you are the manager, mm-hmm. why well, to speak to your manager? Well, who is your business partner? Well, who is the person that owns this land? That's right. Who well, owns this land? Who is the city council person yes. of the area that's who I need where to talk to. this food truck park is? I think that's really good. I bet I the to governor to. would want to know about this. Yes. I bet I'm going to have to email the governor. Next time. White lady customer Next service year, practices. Escalate. On your birthday, mm-hmm. this is happening. You have to escalate until you get yeah. to the president. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know now. So we'll work on All right. that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she did need a donut, child. We're going to work on that. She did. Um, let's go over a couple of confessions okay. and then we're going to get into some thoughts we have about travel etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> we have some thoughts. And travel non-etiquette, probably. Right? Really. Okay. Confessions. 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 And this confession is actually true today because we are recording at my house today. My confession is you should know how much I love you based on how dirty my house is when you walk into it. Because I feel the more I love people, the more I'm like, they understand. 
they know that that was supposed to be clean. They know there weren't supposed <laughs> to be dishes in the sink from two days ago. They know that. Mm-hmm. They know that just just come in and be here like we've been here already. But when I don't really know people and it's their first time, it's I think it's kind of like when you really love people, you know that that's not your last time seeing them. Right. You know that like, okay, they may walk in and it may sort of smell like, you know, you burnt fish two days ago or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Or whatever happened, burnt some popcorn, whatever that is, you know. But you know, like, they're going to come another time. And there'll be some candles lit. It'll be clean that time. But when a person's coming over and you don't know them, mm-hmm. or you don't know if this is, like, the last time they're going to come over, that's, like, that first impression that's right there. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to be like, wow, I would never stay at our house. That was so crazy. Like, it just smelled like burnt Swiss chard. The entire time that we were there. Like, you don't want that. So you Mm -hmm. clean up and you light the candles. You do the stuff. But if I love you, you should know. You've come into my house and there were dishes in the sink. It's because I have a lot of love Mm -hmm. in my heart for you. That's my confession. What do you have? Confessions. So part of my confession kind of ties into that. So my confession is that I write haikus in my mind when I am frustrated (laughs) angry, or just in general having difficulty coping with something that has just happened. So a haiku, <laughs> in a case you don't know. Mechanism. I'm really, <laughs> I'm actually very proud. Like I'm really, really proud. A haiku is a short poem in which the first line is five syllables. Mm-hmm. The second line is seven syllables. Mm-hmm. And the third line is five more syllables. So sometimes you can carry one sentence that might be more than five syllables over into the second one. Like you can have a 12 syllable sentence and then the next line is going to be five syllables. A lot of times you're asking a question Mm -hmm. like, why is there poop on the floor? Key questions. And then you answer it with the fifth, the five syllables in the third line. So in fact, I was trying to find it because I did have a really good haiku about when I found poop on the floor. <laughs> and I, all I can remember is the first line is, why is there poop there? <laughs> and I couldn't find it because I had shared it on Facebook because that's also a coping mechanism of mm. mine. Mm. I'm an oversharer. I just put it all out there. So anyway, I couldn't find this funny haiku that I had written. So I Googled funny haikus and I found one about a messy house. And this is it. What's here? Company coming, and your house is a big mess. Just put on lipstick. Life advice from this a haiku. This is fantastic advice. Yeah, I almost snapped my fingers, but I will not because it encourages other people to think that when they're at events where they hear poetry, they should snap. People only do that <laughs> in television. That's not a real thing. So we're not we're not snapping the fingers, but I will. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little podcast Good applause right advice. here. Mm. Your house is messy. Put on... Put on lipstick. I feel like a good shade of lipstick actually is just... Solves a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if I'm having a bad day, lipstick, yes. mm-hmm. you know? I feel this way about earrings sometimes too. Like, I feel a mess. I just put on these amazing earrings. Right. Everything's fine now. For me, it's nail polish. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can polish my nails really well. And I can make it last a long time by avoiding housework. Important. 
<laughs> because housework destroys your nails. It totally destroys your nails. So I also have gloves for when I have to do housework. Important. But my nails have been manicured. Important. So for me, it's making sure that my nails are looking clean mm-hmm. and orderly. Mm-hmm. That's my version of lipstick. I, I like that. So then I, I actually did write a haiku this week because I was thinking about, you know, my confession and haikus usually just kind of come to my mind. I'll have a thought and then I can easily make it five, seven and five syllables. I like this. And also the number aspect is good for stress. You know, mm. like counting things haikus or are good for counting stress. your breath, breathing mm-hmm. rate, you know, like stuff like that. So from that aspect, I think it's really good for you. So here's my haiku for this week. It's that time of year. The kids are home all day long. I need to buy wine. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I actually got a good beer. That is, what was it? Cinnamon cocoa. Oh, watch out. Yeah, it's really good. Watch out. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, this reminds me of Issa Rae, who did Awkward Black Girl, mm-hmm. the YouTube series. The character, why can't I remember that character's name right now? The character she played in Awkward Black Girl wrote ratchet raps oh. when she would get like upset or stressed out or frustrated. <laughs> that may or may not be something that I do in mm-hmm. my mind also. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you're writing the haikus. <laughs> I'm like, I need to. I think what I do when I get stressed is I Google things. <laughs> I just think of like random things I've always wanted more information about. Mm. And I just I just start Googling things. <laughs> That's normally how I know I'm stressed out. Like if I'm laying in bed and I'm like, hmm, you're on your like fourth Google now, girl. Mm-hmm. Like you've mm. or if it's like that same phrase and I'm just putting different words on the end, mm-hmm. like best restaurant in Atlanta, best <laughs> biscuit in Atlanta. <laughs> Best buttermilk biscuit, Atlanta. <laughs> Best homemade biscuit, ITP. You know, it's yeah. like if I get to that fourth one, it's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what else is going on in your life that you've had to Google seven iterations? I kind of want to get on your phone and just type in best <laughs> and see what all pops up in I, your Google I, search bar. You will find some highly inappropriate things. <laughs> Highly inappropriate things. That is what I do. That is also my confession. I Google things when I get stressed out. Mm. And I get upset at Google because Google does the thing where when you've been to a site, like when you go to the search page and all the links are blue, when you've clicked on a page, it turns purple. So no matter how many, it it never refreshes Mm. basically. Mm -hmm. So like if you've been to that site, it's always purple when you search that thing again. Mm-hmm. Now they have a thing where it says, you visited this site, blah, blah, blah times. And I'm like, what you saying, Google? What you saying? Like, you trying to tell me that I'm being judged for the amount of times that I'm trying to really find out where the best taco is? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I need to know. And mm-hmm. how am I to know you know, I read Thrill List, but there could be some other ones. How do I know Thrill List hasn't updated that website I went to before? Why mm-hmm. are you judging the amount of times I want to know about a buttermilk biscuit? <sighs> That's my confession. That's what I have. I think that if you were to look <laughs> if you were to 
go look at my Google search history, you might think that I was a, um, what's it called? A hypochondriac? Oh, mm-hmm. somebody that thinks they have a lot of diseases. Mm-hmm. Because I'm taking medical terminology right now for midwifery school. Mm-hmm. And um, as that, as like part of that is you're learning the root words of these medical terms and the prefixes and the suffixes. Ah. So like for my assignments, I have to define what that root word is and then give two or three examples. Oh. So what I do is I go to Google and I type in the beginning of the root word and all these diseases, you know, like it kind of completes it for me. gives me several choices. Yeah. So I can pick a condition. (laughs) I feel like this used to be WebMD for me, mm. especially when I didn't have insurance. It would be like, let me go in here and put <laughs> no stuffy nose, itchy ankle <laughs> search. <laughs> It'd be like, what is it? Will I die? Mm-hmm. Do I need to go to the doctor? What's happening? WebMD used to have like a body. They might still have this on the website. They used to have a body and you could put in there your gender. And mm. then you could click on the parts of your body that were being weird. And then you would click, it was called a symptom checker. So you would click on the, the, that part of the body and mm-hmm. tell it what the symptom was. And then it would like come up with this long list of like things that could be like stress, you know, you have a headache, you're stressed all the way to like, you're about to die. It was like a <laughs> long list of things. Mm. So I might have a hypochondriac thing too, because I, I Google those things too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, people should never leave us alone together. But anyway, <laughs> it's happening. All right. So for today's episode, we are discussing travel etiquette. Mm-hmm. And we are discussing ignorant things that have happened to us when we've been traveling. Times that we didn't have the proper etiquette. Times that other people didn't. We're talking about all types of travel. Uh, we're talking about planes and hotels, cars, trains. We're, we're discussing all the things. So... Missy, what 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 are some things you want to bring to the table as we're talking about travel and just ignorant things? And well, appropriate most things? of my travel is in the car mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Okay, please. And I am usually in a hurry because someone is in labor. <laughs> Important. Or because I have not left on time. Like... Shocker, if you leave 10 minutes late, you're probably going to get there 10 minutes late. (laughs) But in my mind, I can drive faster to Mm -hmm. make up for that 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I don't leave 10 minutes late because I'm undisciplined. It's because I have so much to do that I have been doing something right up until time for me to leave. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I spend a lot of time in the car in Atlanta. Traffic. People talk about Atlanta traffic being bad, and I really don't feel like it's worse than... I mean, I think there's definitely places where it's worse than Atlanta. Like Texas. Dallas, Texas is a terrible place to drive. Los Angeles is also bad on traffic, too. Alabama is bad, but that's because everybody drives so slow, and there's (laughs) a lot of confusion about yielding. So everyone is in yield mode all the time. That drove me nuts. Mm -hmm. In Atlanta, I feel like, you know, if you're not going at least 80, 85 in the left lane, you're going to get mowed down. And I really appreciate Atlanta for that, Mm -hmm. for respecting Mm -hmm. the left lane. 
the fast lane that's mm-hmm. the, that's technically yes. considered the fast lane you can't yeah. be chilling but let me tell you why okay let me tell you people why let me tell you something y'all heard that you now. cannot go slow in the left lane unacceptable because when you do that it forces the people behind you to pass you on the right which is dangerous mm-hmm. because you have a limited field of sight mm-hmm. Come on, on that side. Mm-hmm. Come on. You are supposed to pass on the left because you can see better. You look over your shoulder, you can see if there's a car there. But if you're passing somebody on the right, it's much harder to see if there's a car coming up on the right side. So when you are... Okay, I got to take a break here. Okay. I think that Amina wants to keep this PG-13. Oh. <laughs> so I, I meant to talk about this beforehand. <laughs> I use the word asshole a lot okay. when I'm talking about okay. other drivers, <laughs> but today I will use the word turkey. In replacement of, yes. okay, I feel yeah. you, I feel you, okay. So when I say turkey, I want you to know that I mean asshole. Gotcha, okay. But turkey is what my dad called people mm. when he was driving. Okay. So and as he, in like- may also have meant it as That turkey- just bumped into the back of me. Mm, okay. That Glad turkey won't let this. me over. Okay. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, turkey. Okay. So when when y'all turkeys mm-hmm, are on. in the left lane, going whatever speed you want to, slower than what everybody else is going, you are selfishly endangering others. Come on. Come on. It's not just that we want you out of the way. It's that it's dangerous to pass you on the right side. Please. Stop it. Get out of the way. Yeah, I agree. And you don't know. Somebody might be in a hurry because they're trying to get there before a baby falls out of somebody. Well, That's a good reason to be in a hurry. Or they could be on their way to get some donuts. That's right. And don't have time to be They are having a donut emergency. Someone needs a donut. Donut. You need to get out of the way. It is not for you to judge whether you think that they should be in a hurry or not. And we all know that's what you're doing when you start tapping your brakes and you slow down because you're trying judgy. to teach them a lesson. Let me tell you something. You're being judgy. All you're teaching them is that you are a turkey. <laughs> that is the only lesson you teach somebody when you purposefully go slow when you can see that they're trying to get by you. Well, You're teaching them that you're a turkey. Facts. Also, you want me to just keep talking about cars? We get all the car travel. Yeah, out of the way. yeah. Let's let's get a couple more in there, and okay. I'll you know I'll jump in. I have yes. several. <laughs> I think about this a lot. Yes, mm-hmm. I think about it like every day. Mm-hmm. So also talking about some turkeys. When you leave a giant space between you and the car in front of you, mm. and I'm not talking about like you know you're at a red light where the people behind you might not. Stop in time so you're trying to be safe and leave some space between you and the car in front of you in case you got to scoot forward. I'm talking about we're all trying to make it through the intersection and you have left a large, like, two-car length space in front of you knowing that you left people hanging out in the intersection. I want to tell you your breath stinks and your babies (laughs) are ugly. Unacceptable. (laughs) And you are a turkey. Even if it's because you don't realize there's people behind you. You ain't the only show on the road. Well, you are not the only show on the road, please. No. And you need to be aware of the people around you. 
Mm-hmm. You have got to move forward in traffic. Every space counts. Mm-hmm. Or like you're sitting at a light and the person behind you needs to turn right. You can scoot up a little bit and let them through. Mm-hmm. Babies are coming out of vaginas. And somebody has to get there to help them. That's right. Okay. I want to submit on the car tip. I want to talk about road trips. Mm-hmm. It has always been my thought that on a road trip, the driver takes preference as far as what music gets played Mm. because the driver needs to stay awake. Right. So Mm -hmm. even if you like to listen to Nora Jones, Mm. that is probably more likely to make the driver go to sleep. Mm. So no, but if the driver says they like Nora Jones, you got to ride with that. You got to ride with what the driver says is right. what I always thought the rule was. That is the rule. You know, because it gets kind of weird. You know, like when I'm driving, like I'm in a zone and I'm a fast songs driver. Mm-hmm. I can't be in there on the Johnny Gill, mm-hmm. my, 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 yeah. while I'm driving. Right. I can't do that. Like I need, I need the beats. I need it to bump in the trunk, something. Yes. I need that. So it's always hard for me when you're on a road trip. And this could be because I'm resistant to change, but people be like, oh, so-and-so's new album just came out. Let's listen to it. And like, as soon as they say the name of that person, I'm like, I don't want to listen to that. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't bump at all. Mm -hmm. What are you expecting me to do for the next hour or something? If you would like to go to sleep while you drive, right? (laughs) do that on your own time. Don't do that on my time. I also want to send a special shout out to cars that still have CD players. Including my car. My car has a CD player. My mm-hmm. car is just now 11 years old. I have over 170,000 miles on that car. I will drive that car till it doesn't drive anymore. That's right. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. But what that means is my phone is all hooked up with all this music, mm-hmm. but I still got to go somewhere and buy CDs mm-hmm. <laughs> if I want to listen to that new music in my car and listen to it to where I can really hear it. It's very, just shout out to all of us still dealing with that. I can help you with that. Okay. I can help you with that. Okay. You can go to Best Buy and for under a hundred dollars, you can get a CD player for your car that has a USB plug in it. Oh. And then you just plug your phone in. But you'd have to take the whole, your whole thing out. Yeah, it's not that hard though. Matt could do it. See, the way my car is made, he looked into it because you know he hates it. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband hates that 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 is like that. And also, because of where Missy and Matt grew up, he hates that there's not a subwoofer in my car. Mm -hmm. That the the bass is not properly doing Mm -hmm. the stuff. That really, really bothers him. Like, mm-hmm. he hates, really, I think, to take my car on a road trip, <laughs> except that my car is better on gas. So mm-hmm. sometimes we take my car for that reason. Mm-hmm. But for sounds, he always just feels like he's sacrificing his life to be in the car listening to music sounding, as he describes, tinny. I don't tinny. really know what that means, yes, but that's I what do. he says. Yeah. Okay, so he said the way the thing is made, that you basically have to take out the whole like there's like a shaft that's there that goes all the way into oh. the emergency brake. The way my oh. car is made, you have to take that whole thing out to replace it. Well, there is a business near my house that would do that. <laughs> and a part of me's like, 
how much longer am I going to have this car? Yes. Should I really yeah. invest this It's into not as it? expensive as you would think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll look into that because mm-hmm. that would just up my road trip game. But I will say, I have made some fabulous road trip CDs, though. Mm-hmm. My road trip CDs go hard. They go hard. Uh, my husband made a playlist for our last road trip. Was this the one... <laughs> Was this the one that was full of teenage songs? Yeah, well, that was when I intervened. Oh, I was driving. Oh, at that point. Okay, what was the playlist that he made? Well, that was a little... (laughs) First of all, it was this new rapper, NF. Yes. And it's my birthday. Yes. Well, he raps about, like, his mom dying and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, while the beats were good, the content was was a little bit depressing. Contemplated. But I did enjoy hearing it. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he had, like, a whole bunch of songs just about, like, I can't even remember all the people, but it was all, like, not love songs, but, like, songs that he felt inspired him about me. Oh. Mm -hmm. Come through. Yeah. And then it was my turn to drive, and I turned on a teen bop (laughs) birthday party playlist. (laughs) Okay. That's when I almost got run off the road. Yes, that by was, somebody with a Donald Trump bumper sticker. That was our last. Someone needs a donut. Yeah. Yes. He needed a donut. Okay. okay. Yeah, and I, I mean, I would have appreciated a donut, but I was doing just fine. Okay. And I th- also, while we're talking about music, yes, I feel like all y'all turkey drivers out there, mm-hmm. if you find that you are constantly grumpy like that. When you're driving, that you want to make somebody else's day bad, you either need to be listening to Alicia Keys mm-hmm. or Lauren Hill. I'm going to add in their NDRE too. Yes. Like if you need to get mm-hmm. some peace in yes. your life while mm-hmm. you're driving, you need to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those three will set it right. That's right. They will set it right. Mm-hmm. You can't be grumpy while you're driving around no. listening to By that. the time India hits that truth, courage, and wisdom, I'm mm-hmm. just like, everything is right with my world. I used yeah. to listen to that when I worked in corporate. And I lived by the airport, but I worked in Sandy Springs. If you're in Atlanta, that's basically like forever between those two places. And the traffic was really terrible. And so I listened to Indy Irie to keep me from getting home and being like, you could be stuck in traffic and it's almost Mm -hmm. like your entire body is like wound up, you know? I would like listen to her and it totally helped. That Alicia Keys, she hits those notes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm here for it. Okay. What other things... About cars before we move okay. on to other modes. I got two other things about cars. Okay, let's go. Uh, I want y'all to know that when you're at an intersection with a light and you got somebody turning right and somebody turning left, the person turning right has the right of way unless there is a green arrow for the person turning <laughs> left. And this is what I'm so tired of. People in Atlanta, Georgia, do not know this. The person turning right will sit there like they're trying to let you go ahead and turn left. Mm -hmm. First of all, you will get a ticket if you do that. If you turn left and there's somebody sitting there trying to turn right and they are being so stubborn in their niceness that they really want you to turn left first, you will get a ticket for doing that. So we cannot turn left. We just can't do it. You have to turn right first. Yes. And while we're sitting there waiting for you to turn right, oncoming traffic is coming by you, which is why you don't yield to us, because you can't see who's coming behind you. Well. The person turning right 
has the right of way unless there's a green arrow or it's a weird kind of like X-shaped intersection where there is a yield sign. Then you got a yield. I just want to say the the amount of thought that you have put <laughs> into these DMV rules. I have spent a lot of time waiting to turn left. I, I really, I respect it. There's respect two intersections, it. whichever way you go to get out of my neighborhood or into my neighborhood, this always happens. I need to turn left. I don't have an arrow. The person turning right is taking forever. Also, there are some people that turn right on red when the person turning left has an arrow. Mm. You can't do that. You have to be aware of the drivers around you. Don't be a turkey. Well, somebody need to make a t-shirt that says that. (laughs) And my last thing, this is more of a PSA, texting while driving. Do not text and drive. Do not. Do not. Do do it. Do not text and drive. Don't. It is so foolish. Stop. Unacceptable. No. I see so many people doing this. And let me tell you something. We don't even have to be up next to you. We know you're doing it just being behind you because you're going yes, slow. Yes, because you're driving so weird. You're going slow and you're doing like this no. tiny like mini swerve thing Mm-mm. inside Stop. your car because you needed to send somebody a text about something stupid. Also, don't FaceTime and drive. No. I have seen people in their cars on like... Not on FaceTime. Some people are trying to be a little better about it. They have the little suction cup, the little. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make I the wish noise I had my that my water, water bottle, bottle made last time, week. and it didn't do the thing. But they have a little suction cup thing, and they stick their phones on it. Yep, that. <laughs> See, you did it way better. Yep, yep. That was it. And their phones are sitting up there. I still don't think mm-hmm. you should be FaceTime no. and driving. Mm-hmm. But some people are doing that. I have seen some people holding their phone while driving mm-hmm. when on FaceTime. No. No. And no. you should know if you have an iPhone and it's plugged into a device, something that's giving it power, all you have to do is say, hey, Siri, send a text to Amina. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with my phone is I have to teach her oh, what I mean you? when I say Amina. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes she gets confused. Sometimes she gets it right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she gets confused. And then she'll say, what do you want me to say? And then you say it, but you better say it quick. Right. And you can't see the hard part with me and Siri is like sometimes like if I'm on text Missy, I have like seven texts. It's right. Not just, it's like mm-hmm. I, it would be like, hey, Siri, text Missy. And then Siri says, Miss I Burgess. I'm like, no, her <laughs> name is not Miss I, but okay, Missy. Burgess, yes, text her. Then Siri says, what would you like to say? Ate three biscuits today. Send. (laughs) Bloated. Send. (laughs) But delicious. Send. It's just, it's anticlimactic. Right. It's weird. It's like, I would rather wait till I'm somewhere stationary so that I can feel... The texting and she will read the text the response back to that's you. true that's and true i get these long texts from some of my friends that have some drama but siri is not communicating that drama mm. she reads it all in this monotone kind of thing which is kind of funny to me <laughs> and then she asked me if i want to respond and i say yes and both my hands are in the steering wheel i'm looking around i'm not having to really do much Mm -hmm. if you must text 
do it that way or pull over or just call them. Mm -hmm. Do something else instead of texting or FaceTiming while you're driving. Please stop doing that. That's all I got for today about About cars, car etiquette. Okay, please. Um, I would just like to just talk a bit about some train etiquette. I know people are very rarely doing the train thing now, but maybe it depends on what where you live in the country. My grandmother used to live in North Carolina, and we lived in Maryland. So it was sometimes quicker to take the train than to drive to oh, her house. Cool. So we would like get on Amtrak or something. And the best part about taking the train to grandma's house is grandma would fry that chicken girl mm. and she would make that the yellow cake with the chocolate icing yes. and she would wrap it up in this wax paper that just seemed like it was so much full of magic. I don't know how it did this stuff, but you would get on the train and like open it up and it just felt like she just made it. It just felt like you were still right there in her kitchen somehow. Mm. Like, I don't know what That's grandma's magic. be doing, but it is mm. very magical. So I feel like that is proper etiquette on the train. And I'm sure that started out, you know, people, well, for black people, probably just, this is all, you know, like you, <laughs> whatever you're going to eat on this train, right. you better bring it mm-hmm. because whatever food is here, you can't eat it. So I'm sure it started right. out that way, but it worked out great for me as, as generationally, mm-hmm. as a granddaughter of yes. a woman who grew up during that time. Cause she always felt, well, you guys are going home to take the train. She would send us back with all this food. And I was like. Sometimes I'm still going on trips and looking at my grandma like, where's my fried chicken at? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get on a plane, but you're not frying a chicken anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, what's up? Where's my cake with the wax paper, with the little, the masking tape? Ooh. The one that was like beige? I was you know wondering if it was tied with a string. Tape. That's how it was in my mind. Oh, uh, yes. Tape. Mm-hmm. And not, it was not scotch tape and it was not duct tape. It was like the little, yeah. the thin mm-hmm. masking tape. Yes. I want to talk about airplanes. That is most of my travel. Mm -hmm. And I want to discuss seats very quickly or not quickly. I want to talk about seats. First of all, this is why I have not had a good time flying Southwest because I need to know what my seat is Mm -hmm. when I get to this flight. I need to know what my seat number is. I, I just, I really need that in my life. Like I cannot, I don't want to be elbowing you and feeling like this is going to be like some cattle call. Like I, I think just... it's a social experiment. Mm. I think that's what's really happening with okay. Southwest. They're like, I wonder if we ask people to line up, but we don't check their ticket to see if they're lined <laughs> up. Because I'm telling you, I am looking at other people's tickets. And they have lined up ahead of me when it was not their zone or whatever it is that they call mm-hmm. it with Southwest. I'm not, I cannot do it. And some of my friends, they swear by Southwest. They're like, you know, you get so much status or whatever where you end up at the front of the line. But Mm -hmm. I'm still like, but the status thing is kind of weird because that could mean that there's still all these other people that happen to have more status than I have, Mm -hmm. which could still mean I don't get my seat that I want. I just, I just, traveling is like too stressful for me to think about that. Like Mm -hmm. I need to pick my seat. Right. I need to know it's going to be in the exit row. So that I can have my leg room like I don't have time. But let me tell you people that make me mad on airplanes. First of all, the people who book a flight and it's like two people traveling together or three people traveling together, mm-hmm. but they somehow didn't put their seats together. Mm-hmm. So then you get to your seat and their family member or their mm-hmm. friend is sitting in your seat next to them. I've had a father do this. This has happened twice where it was a dad in particular going Hey, thanks so much. Um, 
my son. I just wanted to sit with my son. <laughs> He's giving me like the after school special voice. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you just say thank you so much as if I've agreed to this? Right. Yeah. Do you know how tired I am? I need my window seat. Mm-hmm. If I don't have a window, I sleep like a pecker bird. I need a place where my head is going to go right. when I'm asleep. Yeah. You're not going to hit me with the thank you so much and then do the sentimental, I I, I just need to be near my son. <laughs> what? And in these cases, people, these are not like children, children. These are not mm-hmm. elementary school age, you know, some four-year-old or eight-year-old kid that shouldn't be forced to sit apart from their parents. These people are like 16 years right. old. I'm like, that brother is going to put his mm-hmm. earbuds in anyway. And if you're, if you're, hi, hi, my son was so important. Why didn't you do this? Right. In the beginning. Like exactly. when you booked these flights, why didn't you put y'all seats this together? Is not why am I suffering? So at first I would just be like, yeah, okay. End up in some crazy middle seat somewhere. End up back by the bathroom and just upset. Now I'd be like, no. Especially if I'm tired. That mm-hmm. is so unchristianly. Let me but I would be you like, something. No. no. And then then he'd be like, Well, it's just it's I don't most times they're talking and I'm just not listening. And I'm like, uh I normally now what I'm doing is I start to stonewall, kindly stonewall. I'm pretty sure this is my seat. With ticket in mm-hmm. hand. Pretty sure this is my seat. Cause I know if I hold this out, the flight attendant's gonna see my hand doing that. And the flight attendant is going to go, oh, somebody's confused. Right. Let me come over yes. and clarify. The flight attendant will say, oh, what's your seat? And I'll say, oh, my seat's 26D. And then they'll ask the kid, what's your seat? Oh, his seat's 37A. Oh, yeah, your seat's back here. And then the son will go. And I'll be like, yeah, I need mm-hmm. my seat. I actually had a lady. She was with a group of women. They were traveling together. And it's unfortunate when you travel for work because some of the time you're just tired. Like by the time you get to the flight, like you're not as gingerly as you would have been Mm -hmm. on your way there. Mm -hmm. You're tired. You need to just like take a break. You've been with strangers for a week, whatever. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I just messed with the microphone. You know, if my husband was here, he'd be like, stop touching it. Anyway. (laughs) Hey, Matt, I'm touching the mic right now. Sorry. Sorry. Touching the mic. Touching the microphone. Sorry. Ooh, I'm touching it. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Anyway. So we were in the, like, why did I say waiting room? That's like a hospital. What is this? <laughs> like, that's not right. At the gate. The gate. Okay. Yeah. So it's like her and five women going on some trip together. And the sounds of their voices were annoying, like in the gate area. So I was already praying, like the secret prayer. Like, I know that, like, in in my view of who God is, like, God is very loving and God is very benevolent. Sometimes there's like a petty part of me that wants to pray (laughs) to the God of travel, who is actually not like, not like the real God, Mm -hmm. but the God of travel is a little petty so that I can just be like, listen, listen here, travel God. Mm -hmm. I can't stand the voices of these ladies. It's like listening to parrots talking for like ever. Please don't let them be near me, travel God, right? I know you're petty just like me. Just do this for me. So... We get in the flight, we're going down the rows, and I get to my seat, and one of those women is in Mm. my seat. And I realize, again, it's one of those scenarios where they want it to be all kind of sitting close to each other, whatever. So I do the thing. What's, oh, I I ask the question first. What's your seat number? Now, Mm. I know good and well that 
she is in the wrong seat, but what's your seat number? And she's like, oh, I'm, I think she was D and I was C. So however the letters worked, she was really supposed to be in the aisle mm-hmm. in on the other side. But she thought based on the way the letters went that she was supposed to be in the window. So I was like, yeah, I think your seat is over here. And she was like, no. Oh, no, it's not. And I said, let me get the flight attendant. And that's another sign that somebody needs to pack up their guitars and take the piano away. Mm -hmm. When you start hitting that higher octave in a customer service scenario, (laughs) let me get the flight attendant. Like when you start hitting that right right there, Mm -hmm. that's when like there's a problem that's about Mm -hmm. to happen. This is no good. So I'm about to get the flight attendant because I'm thinking to myself, girl, I'm exhausted. I do not have time to hear your pair of voices at this Mm -hmm. time. I need to just like get in my zone. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I am blah, 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 number seat, which is where you're sitting. And you are blah, 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 number seat. Missy, when I tell you, she folded her arms and she went, I'm not moving. (gasps) What you say, girl? What you say? She actually made that noise. Like a cartoon character. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I lunged towards her. I just know that Matt grabbed me and he was like, just come sit where I'm sitting. I'm thinking of that scene in Bridesmaids. Which one? Where she, um, well, you know, she takes the medication on the flight. Yes. And drinks all the alcohol. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she keeps trying to come up to first class (laughs) with her friends. Yeah. And she's like, help me, I'm poor. Yes. Or when she puts her finger over her lip, <laughs> like Adolf Hitler, and says, well, I can't say what she said. Oh, but she said some but, things. But you know, she said some things. Yes. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. So I get upset about that stuff. Travel etiquette says if you want to sit near a family <clears throat> member or a friend, freaking reserve the seat. Or fly Southwest. Then you, then it's like free then for you all. Then you can pick whatever you want. Yeah. But the thing with that is you're walking down the aisle and you're trying to gauge these people that you might have to sit by. Mm-mm. And you're like, how big are their thighs? <laughs> you don't want to get stuck between two people. And my thighs are big. So I can't sit between two people that have big thighs. Our thighs are going to be touching the whole time. And that's going to be weird. Yeah. Or do they look like they might smell bad? Do they look like they're going to be talkative? Yes. I am not really here for the most part. Every mm-hmm. now and then it works out that I've been on a flight and sat next to someone. And I was like, oh my gosh, we started talking to each other. And like all this time, I totally enjoyed it. But most of the time it doesn't happen like that. No, I'm not here for that. I'm, here for that. I'm not sure why, but people don't try to talk to me on flights. <laughs> Are you... Is there like a... Now I'm curious. I don't know. See, when Missy and I fly together, we both love the window seat. So we never sit next to each other. So we can both enjoy the window. Plus we can talk about... That's true. We can trade stories about what has happened around us. Also, I feel like if we were sitting next to each other, then we would become those people that annoyed everyone else because we would be like talking the entire time. Although... That's true. People seem like they enjoy listening to us talk, which is... One of the why reasons why, why we're doing this podcast. Why we're here. So, maybe we should start imposing it upon people. We should. Maybe and we should t-shirts. start not reserving our seats next to each other mm-hmm. and just sit next to each other. Yes. 
you know? See what happens. I'm like, is that like a rich people privilege? I was like, what? Why are you? Why would you just be like, it's my son. Thank you so much. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say, bro? Mm-hmm. I can't deal with it. I would also like to talk about hotels. Can we discuss travel mm-hmm. and <laughs> and hotel etiquette? Yes. Okay. First of all, I feel a way about I feel a way about hotel etiquette. I feel that when you go into a hotel, you should always clean off the remote control yourself. She you does this. You I should can verify clean it. off she the phones yourself. Mm-hmm. Because people, let me, let's talk about boogers for a second. No. And just for a I small can't. moment, we're going to talk about boogers for a <gasps> little, for, <laughs> just for a little moment. Okay. I feel like human beings don't talk about this very much, but I feel like everyone feels that their own boogers are not germy, which means if they go in there to get one mm. and then touch Please a remote. Please do not go in there to get a booger yeah, and then touch a remote. And touch the remote. They feel like it's okay. Yes, they because do. Because it's their own personal You know that boogers. one time I was stuck on that flight with that man that kept picking his nose the Mm-mm. whole time and Mm-mm. I wanted to barf on him. Mm-mm. I cannot handle boogers. I'm I like, can't do can't, it. You can't, and you can't share your boogers with me. Like that, like... What you're doing with your own, but like I don't care. That's your How do you finger have if that you many stick boogers? it up your nose. I don't know. Maybe you have big nostrils, the, like the inside, like the concavity. That's right, the concavity of your nostril. <laughs> I, I'm not. Even, I know concave is a word. Yes, I may have just made up concavity. concavity. I don't really know. But, Sounds right. you know, you have a lot of crevice inside of yours mm-hmm. and maybe that's what it is. Sometimes it's people not doing nostril maintenance as mm-hmm. often as they should because you shouldn't be building up no. that amount right. of boogers in your yeah. nostrils in a day. Right. That should only be happening... You know, like, if you haven't checked in there in mm-hmm. a few days, then that's why you're in there digging around. But you're digging around, you're touching the remote. Mm-mm. And people who work and are cleaning hotel rooms, they are doing really hard work, right? Yeah. They don't necessarily have the time or the patience to be in here worrying about the remotes and also cleaning off the phones while cleaning up your party you had last night and taking care of all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So I feel that is my responsibility is other people's boogers are probably on the remote and the phones probably are. So I need to really clean them off. That's, that's hotel etiquette for me. Mm -hmm. Base level. Now that I know that you're doing it for boogers, I really appreciate that. (laughs) Cause we do travel together. And I have watched you wipe off the phone I'm so dead serious. and the remote. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I do feel passionately about removing boogers. <laughs> on a re- like on a consistent base, like not waiting until it's an emergency right. yeah. or things have caked up. Just right. like mm-hmm. I think those those are like adulthood things that yeah. you should be doing between your ears mm-hmm. and your nose. Yeah. You should be just making sure mm-hmm. things are fine. But I can't trust that you went in your nose and then washed your hands and then touched the remote. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Because you trust your own boogers. Every human being trusts their own boogers. It's fact. We don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, what else happens is you trust whatever your scent is when you go to the bathroom. You trust it. 
Yeah. You don't trust other people's. Mm-mm. You don't want to be a part of that. Right. But your earwax, all that stuff, you trust. It's your stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm used to This isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. This isn't that bad, actually. Right. But then you get a part of somebody else's and you're like, oh, that's really mm-hmm. terrible. M- mainly because it's not your stuff. Yeah. That's all I have. Other travel things that we missed. Um, well, I have some travel tips. Oh, come on, travel tips? Yes. Uh, I, I experienced this recently with my husband. So my husband is very conscientious of rules. <laughs> and I am not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I never knew that about you. I'm aware of the rules that I could get in trouble for breaking. And I generally try to break those rules. At times when I know I'm not going to get caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are rules that he constructs in his head that I'm pretty sure are not actual rules. <laughs> so when I go stay at a hotel, I have this general understanding that I've paid them to be there mm-hmm. and they want me to be there mm-hmm. and they want me to have a good time and feel comfortable while I'm there mm-hmm. versus He's more like trying to stay out of their way, um, don't want to ask for too much while I'm here. So and my husband travels a lot. So this is unfortunate for him. Dear. So he racks up like all these points. And so he's like a diamond member nice. of his hotel club. And I'm like, it says on this thing that we should be getting premier high speed internet. And when I try to log in, I'm just getting the average internet. And we're wanting to watch The Walking Dead, which we have to stream on iTunes. We've paid to rent it, and now we can't watch it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be getting faster internet. I'm going to call the desk at 11 o'clock at night and be like, why am I not getting fast internet? And he's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Let's just watch something on the hotel TV, you know, kind of thing. So the next day we're down there, and I say, hey. I noticed we didn't get the high-speed internet, and he's a Diamond member. And she says, oh, you have to ask for that. You have to ask for it wow. at the desk. And they give you a little card that has the password. Wow. Yes. Also, certain hotels are trying to make their continental breakfast out to be like an actual restaurant-quality meal. Mm. And they're wanting to charge $10 a plate oh. for a continental breakfast. Oh, dear. Yes. You can have them cook your eggs to order or make an omelet or something like that if you want. Mm -hmm. That seems more like something you should have to pay for. But even if you just go up there and get the bowl of cereal, it's $10. Mm -hmm. But if you're one of these club members, you get a voucher for that. Wow. But if you don't ask for it, you might not get it. And then you go down there and you get your continental breakfast and they're like... How are you planning on paying for this? And you're like, this is continental breakfast. So those are my travel tips for hotels. So this is kind of a form a form of travel, foot travel, where you find yourself <laughs> Wait. waiting in line <laughs> when traveling on foot. And you have to wait online. That's, line. That is the first travel there ever was. Foot travel. Was foot travel. <laughs> totally foot. is. Not not walking or running. We must start <laughs> with foot travel. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm getting shirts made. So, 
This can be like waiting in line for a bus, waiting in line for a movie ticket, waiting in line in the bathroom, waiting in line for self-checkout at Walmart. This is a place where people do not know how to act. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. They do not mm -mm. know how to act. In general. Correct. And why does Walmart have to make it so complicated by saying these certain ones are cash only and these certain ones are check and debit card only? That makes me tired. Because people can't keep it straight. No. They cannot keep it straight. Mm -mm. And then they don't figure out until they're like knee deep into their... Right. No. I can't pay for this. Oh, gosh. It makes me tired. The, yeah. The entire way Somebody cut me in line at a bathroom this week. Why? Okay. I can understand why someone would possibly cut in line, but normally you would at least give some like, I'm sorry, I'm about to throw up or no. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I'm about to. Well, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm about to pee my pants. Like that's the point I was at when I got oh. in line and all the stalls were taken and it is obviously a line and she just came walking in there like she didn't see me and this person knows me. So it's not like she didn't notice me, like she knows me. She turned around and smiled at me. And I said, there's a line. What was her response to that? She smiled at me and then stood right in front of me. And then when a door opened, I started to go. Because I'm like, maybe she's standing next to me. She knows me. No, ma'am. She went ahead of you? She went in. Like, I'm walking and she went in first. Now, I'm just going to assume she's on her period or something. Some kind uh -huh. of emergency. I'm going to give her that. But she should have said, I really got to go to the bathroom. Do you mind? Mm -hmm. And I would have said yes. Common courtesies. I could hold my bladder for a long time. Those are common courtesies. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Oh, I forgot to uh, bring up something about travel earlier. We need to talk about travel etiquette when you're traveling with friends. Mm. Okay. Sometimes you travel with friends and you might discover... It's the same as living with friends. You know, there's some friends that it's like you can be friends, but you can't live together. And mm -hmm. it doesn't mean y'all can't be friends. You just can't live together. Mm -hmm. But there's some friends you can totally be friends and live together. Travel is the same way. There are some friends that you're like, we love each other. We enjoy each other. And it's so great. But like, we cannot travel together because right. we don't like to do the same things. Or or you find out that they don't listen to anything in the car. <sighs> what is wrong with people? I don't know. That happened to me one time and I had to say... So do you always drive around in silence? I, I couldn't take it anymore. I can't do that. Because I, I would like it. go to sleep or yeah. my brain is just going to start mm -hmm. Googling itself or something weird. Like I really need mm -hmm. the music. I think you also have to be aware of the income bracket. Mm, yes. That you are in when you are traveling with friends. For some reason, this also brings up to me when you're going out with friends, I don't know if that also falls into the travel thing, but like, I don't like it when I go out with friends and we're at like the tapas place or something like this. And like, I only had two tapas, but they had five tapas, but they want to split it down the middle. Mm -hmm. Like, but sometimes that's income bracket. It's the fact that I am like, that's $35. Right. And the fact that they might be like, I mean, a hundred bucks for each of us. <laughs> I'm like, do you know I can do it a hundred dollars? Do you know how a hundred dollars works? Do you even understand a hundred dollars, girl? You know, but you're at a nice restaurant. Right, yeah. You're out with your friends. Yeah. Do you want to freak out? 
it feels this way when you're traveling with friends because I'm kind of like, you know, I can do I can do a three star hotel. I can mm-hmm. do I can do Hampton Inn. I can do Holiday Inn Express. You know, I can do that. If the mm-hmm. doors are on the outside, I draw the line right there. No, I'm not here for that. Here for that. Right. No, I can't do that. No doors on the outside. I just can't do it. I'm call me bougie. I just can't be here for that. Right. But I could I could even do a comfort inn for the proper trip. Mm-hmm. Like if I was going to see, I'm trying to think of an artist I love. If I was going to see Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would stay at a comfort inn to see Beyonce because I'm going to see Beyonce. Like I right. got the good ticket. Like I spent the money on getting the good right. tickets. Mm-hmm. So I'm saving money on the hotel. Mm-hmm. Fine. But otherwise I can't do, I just can't do, I will never do the doors. On the outside. Right. I don't want yeah. that. If That's I have a choice, scary. I don't want that. I don't mm-hmm. like, mm-mm, I don't like that. But you have to consider these things because sometimes your friends, they, they in a different, they on a different level than you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> your friend might be like, well, we need to stay right here. Or you're like, well, I got $20. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Where can we stay with $20? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then sometimes you might be the friend who's who's at the other income bracket. And you're like, well, we should all just stay at the Hilton. Right. And your other friend is like, I don't want to tell you this, but I got like $3. <laughs> And some ramen. So <laughs> when you say we're going to split this, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And like how to have those conversations. I still don't all the way know the etiquette on having those conversations of like, hey, guys, what's everyone's budget? Right. You know? And then one of your friends might be like $2. And you're like, okay, well, should we all pitch in to help? Because we all mm-hmm. were the $2 person. Right. Were mm-hmm. or are the $2 person. Everybody's yeah. going to have that mm-hmm. experience at some point. So you need to discuss these things. Don't do these trips with friends and get to the end of the trip and be Mm -hmm. like, (gasps) just like I don't like getting to the end of the check and being like, what you say, girl? Right. But I had a Sprite and you had a Cosmo. Those are two different things. $20? Mm -hmm. Etiquette. Communication. Yeah. Conversations. Or I wish I were like, the little, what is he, an alligator in that commercial? And he's like, no, 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 the check's on me as soon as my arms right. reach. Ah, ah, can't reach. Ah. <laughs> I'll try to work on that. Do we miss any other travel things? I don't think so. I think we've did good. I, I yeah, hope that I you are feeling um, at the very least mm-hmm. that you've laughed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you are a turkey, now you well, know what everybody thinks and well. you can change your ways. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be improve. Full turkey. Try to improve. Try to improve. Well, as we always do, what are going to be uh, our donut send-offs today? Ooh. Donut be a turkey. Yes, I felt that one coming. Donut be a turkey. Um, donut give bad customer service. Mm-hmm. It's just unnecessary, I feel. Donut pick your nose. Oh. <sighs> Or your friend's nose. Man! And if you do pick your nose, please, antibacterial. Mm-hmm. No, scratch that. Soap and water. Soap and water. Yep. Because mm-hmm. antibacterial can't really. It just spreads it around. It can't really take care of the stuff. Do travel with friends. Do discuss this money. Don't end up in a situation where you get the tab and you're counting out those quarters. Mm-hmm. And you can't really 
do the stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Here for the Donuts podcast is produced by DJ Obdiggy in Orange Fuzz Studios in Atlanta, Georgia.